Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy, episode 30. Our goal with the podcast, as always, is to provide you with insight into the people, places, companies, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. Thanks for listening. Craft beers and microbreweries have really taken off in Wichita. Now we're going to have Wichita's first urban winery called Jenny Don Cellars. Jennifer McDonald is the owner and founder. She's my guest this week on BizTalk with Bill Roy podcast. Wine lovers, stay tuned. Jennifer has a great story to tell, and we'll talk to her in a moment. This is usually the time I tell you about this week's weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. There is no weekly edition this week. Instead of the paper, we're publishing our 2017 Book of Lists. Most of you know what the Book of Lists is. It's all the top 25 lists we've published over the past year. It's all in one place. The Book of Lists is one of the best resources a business owner can have if you're wondering which bank has the most market share, it's in there. Wondering about public officials' salaries, in there. Who's the leader in your industry? Largest construction companies, nonprofit groups, even vehicle sales numbers. It's all in there. It's a $59 value and subscribers get it free. It'll be in your mailbox Friday. If you don't subscribe, you can buy it for $59. And new subscribers get this year's book of list and next year's. It pays to subscribe to the Wichita Business Journal. Just go to our website, wichitabusinessjournal.com. Go to the bottom of the page and look for Start a Subscription. If you need more help, just reach us here at the Business Journal. Email wichita at bizjournals.com. Back in a sec. Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business your business, that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Jennifer McDonald has a great story to tell from her upbringing in Nebraska to her experience creating her own business. She's a member of the 40 Under 40 class of 2017. She also served as a panelist for our Millennial Summit a few weeks ago. Her Jenny Don Sellers is up and running, and you can buy her wines now. Welcome, Jennifer McDonald. Thank you, Bill, for having me. Glad you're here. Before we get into the details of the business, tell us about your upbringing. Where did you grow up? Yes, absolutely. So I grew up in Columbus, Nebraska, and enjoyed kind of growing up in a smaller community. So it was a town of 20,000. Moved to Wichita with my husband uh, 10 years ago. And one of the things that we love about Wichita is there's so much more to do here than where we grew up. So we absolutely love it here. But I came from a background of human resources, so have worked in the human resources and recruiting field for about 10 years. And as I was starting my family and my kids started entering elementary school, I'm like, I feel really great about my career, but my passion is wine. You know, I am a wine lover, wine connoisseur, and started making wine about four years ago and uh, decided to go back to school and get a master's in agribusiness to really understand the business side of the venture. And um, through the master's program, I had to write a a thesis. And I chose the topic consumer wine preferences to really understand the types of wines that Kansas really wanted to drink. Mm -hmm. So I entered some of my wines into contests and won awards and then used those wines through my thesis research and got all this great data on them. And 
through that data, put together a business plan, uh, submitted my business plan into the launch prep program and got accepted, went through that program, finished in May, and came up with a plan to launch my winery by um, having two wines at the market, my Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Uh They launched in October of this year, and to date, we've already sold 58% of our inventory. Wow, that's fantastic. I want to get into the details of how you sort of create and sell wine from Wichita, but a little bit more on your upbringing in Columbus, Nebraska, was yours a farm family? Were you, you've got an agribusiness degree. Was it a farm family that you grew up in? I did not. So I grew up in the city. My dad is in the finance industry with a uh, power company and my mom was a teacher, but agriculture was all around us. Right. So even as a kid, I enjoyed going places where, you know, you could go pick your own apples. I remember specifically a place that I would go to in Nebraska City where it was just orchards where you could pick, you know, all this fabulous apples and peaches and, you know, berries. And those were the things that I love to do. And even in Nebraska, there's a thriving uh, wine industry. So some of my favorite memories with my parents is going to this winery outside of Lincoln And so wine has always just, wine and grape growing and agriculture has always just been around me in a place where I find solace. I just love being out in the country and with nature. um, And it's just something that really brings me peace. Did you ever think that you needed to go to California to get that, that background? Did you feel like, of course, we hear about Napa all the time. Did you ever think you had to go there to get the expertise? You know, I really didn't. So we are blessed here in Kansas with amazing colleges and universities. So K-State being one of them, one of the most renowned agriculture colleges here in the state. And then Highland Community College partnering with Vesta has a really great wine program. And so my winemaker, Leslie Selvage, is actually in that program today because she will be our degreed enologist on the team. So I... I appreciate the expertise that's out in California, and Leslie actually has aspirations of continuing her degree, and so she may look to some of those institutions for additional schooling. But here in Kansas, we are blessed. We have some great schools out there. We think about Kansas wine. We think about the the folks in Paxico. They're the folks down in Mulvane. And, of course, in Missouri, Missouri was really one of the most, uh, the, the largest wine creating state before prohibition uh that there's a history there of midwestern wine there is a great history and it's unfortunate because if prohibition wouldn't have occurred you know kansas would be on the top just right next to napa as one of the most renowned you know great growing regions so it's unfortunate that we did have to go through that period of history, right. but I'm hoping that we'll be able to bring the wine industry back on the map. Right now, Kansas has uh, 40 licensed wineries, but our neighboring state, Missouri, has 150. So we have some some work to do, right. and I'm excited to be the first urban winery here Describe in Wichita, Describe that. Kansas. That's new. As I uh, alluded to, we talk about the, the craft beer makers mm-hmm. and the, the microbreweries that have sprung up 
this is going to be our first urban winery. Describe yes. that. So being an urban winery really means that we are going to source our grapes and fruit elsewhere. So we won't be growing any um, crops on our facility because we'll be in the middle of downtown. Right. We're going to be at Union Station, but we're going to uh, leverage the expertise of others and on the growing side to bring us the fruits needed to make our wines. So we'll be in the heart of the city next to our customer base and a convenient location for people to come to and enjoy our wines. Describe some of the technical aspects. So you, you've, your fruit is actually grown in California. How did you arrange for that to happen and how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So today, Jenny Don Sellers is a licensed winery in California. When I looked at the licensing process, it was much easier to get started in California than it was here in Kansas. Okay. Um, once we have our facility up and running at Union Station, we'll go through the official licensing process to be a Kansas winery. California actually has some of the best grapes on the market as far as winemaking. Their climate, their soil just is um, better to grow the Pinot Noir, the Chardonnay, the Cabernet Sauvignon, Moscato, uh, some of the well-known grape varieties. Here in Kansas, you can grow some amazing grapes. It's just not those that I just listed. Right. Um, and so we wanted to start with the well-known grape varieties to build our brand, and then we'll backtrack and bring in some of the local grapes and introduce that to the market. So that that will be a part of the business going forward is some fruit, some fruit from Kansas. Correct, well. absolutely. Who do you have the relationship with in California, and how did that? relationship get started? Sure. So I love research. So I hit the internet and researched, you know, the various wine companies that could um, partner with me on this adventure. And I chose the Wine Foundry. They have been doing this for over a decade and have had some great success. They've been featured, you know, in the Wine Spectator and the Wine Enthusiast. Their wines have won awards. And I'm working with a really great winemaking team there. So it all just came about through research. And we actually started our discussions about six months before we signed a contract. So I'm big on relationship building and taking things slow before you enter contracts. And that's kind of how it all got started. So they probably got a certain amount of acreage of fruit that they grow each year. And then at harvest time, you figure out, okay, Jenny Don get, gets X acres? So we, they actually have a portfolio of different um, vineyards that they work with all across California. So Santa Barbara, Sonoma Coast, Clarksburg, all these different AVAs just up and down California. And you get to kind of select what uh, great varieties and vineyards you want your fruit coming from. And um, my husband and I traveled to Santa Barbara right after we got married. And so that was kind of a, a place I had an affinity for. And so for the Pinot Noir and Chardonnay, I chose to vineyards, a Lindsay's Vineyard and a Courtney's Vineyard for those different wines because I was familiar with them. And actually Bill Foley, who's a very well-known, um, you know, grower and winemaker owns those two vineyards. So that I felt like was a good place to get started. 
You've got your first bottles of wine for sale now. It started in October. That's mm-hmm. also about harvest time out in yes. California. Did you get to go out for harvest this year? You know, I did not get to go out to harvest this year, but I hope to um, at some point. So I'll actually be going out um, to California to work on our rosé and our white wines in January. So January 21st to the 24th, we'll be out there because those wines are already ready to be blended. Right. So those those uh, grapes got picked in September and have gone through the fermentation process. They're going through maturation and are about ready to be blended. So I'm kind of excited. I'm bringing my uh, social media specialist and my daughter out there with me. So it's going to be a really fun girls trip. What wines are available now? And where can people get them? So the Pinot Noir and Chardonnay are available now. And uh, people can get them from our website or Facebook page. It goes to our um, e-commerce site. Or people can email us orders and we can help you with that as well. So info at JennyDonSellers.com or go to our website and we can help you with an order. The law changed a couple of years ago on the on shipping of wine to Kansas. Do the folks out in California ship directly to you or can they ship directly to your customers? They can do both. So whatever is more convenient for the customer, it ships directly to the customer or it can ship directly to me. Tell us about where you go from here. Uh, at this point, you have your online presence, but Mm -hmm. soon you will have a presence at Union Station. How did that come about? We always knew we needed to start online. I think as a business, it's always great to build your presence um, on a smaller scale before you jump into something large scale, because we wanted to make sure that there was truly a demand for our wine and that it could be successful. Um, But our goal was to have a winery that people could come to and enjoy the experience. And I'm all about experience, so I'm, I'm really excited to share this with others. But it took a while. It took about, you know, a year of researching real estate on and off. And then really five months of that was my focus, was trying to find a location. And... Um, I just fell in love with Union Station. I love history. And so that building, you know, being built in the, you know, 19, I think it was 1914. And it was the biggest celebration of the year was their grand opening. And then, you know, they sold a million tickets in that train station in the (laughs) 20s. And there was even a Fred Harvey lunch counter that was there. And that kind of inspired me. I'm like, I wonder if Jenny Don Sellers at Union station could be something that could be replicable, Mm -hmm. you know, at other union stations. So, um, with all of that history, um, and how gorgeous it is inside already, I felt like this would be a good place for a winery. So when, uh, what's the timetable for getting up and running over Union Station? So our goal is to be able to take occupancy over the summer and then get everything completed on our end for a grand opening in November of 2018. And when we come into Jenny Don Cellars at Union Station, what will we actually see? We are gonna have two levels in Union Station, when you walk in the door, it's going to be open from floor to ceiling. 
And then in the back half, um, on the lower level, we'll have our wine tasting area with our food. So when you come into Jenny Don Cellars, you can order food that, like small plates, that will be paired with each of the wines. And then when you look up, you will get to see the wine making area enclosed in glass. So on the second level, there'll be stairs going up to the winery, and then we'll also have an elevator. But you'll walk up the stairs, and you'll get to see all the winemaking equipment and the winemaking in action. One of the things that I um, am passionate about is kind of teaching others. So we want to be able to hold workshops and and really open our doors to, you know, helping other winemakers get started. So the fruit will be shipped here, and then the process of crushing the grapes and 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 putting them into the barrels and and bottling that'll all be done here that will all be done here on the second level in the winemaking area at union station that's exciting that's yeah. a neat process to watch if it you've is. never seen it so it it'll be fun to watch quickly who else is on your team yes so i recently hired um our winery tasting room supervisor. So Desiree Reynolds has a really strong food service background and management and leadership in restaurants. So excited for her to be joining my team. Manuel Osario, he actually owned and operated a liquor store and um, has a very strong accounting background. So he just recently joined my team. And then current state, you know, Leslie Selvage has been a part of the team since April. She's our winemaker. And then um, Riley Delaney is our intern. So we are fully staffed. We have our executive team in place and excited for everyone. It's been a lot of work to get to where you are, and it'll be a lot more work going, going forward. Do you feel like you've had, as a young entrepreneur in Wichita, good support from the community, good support from, uh, as you say, you were launch prep uh, uh, organization. Do you feel like you've had good support? Oh, absolutely. Just thrilled with the amount of business mentors that are out there helping me on the business plan. Um, Huge shout out to Trish Braystead. She's my mentor through Launch Prep and John Dasher at EDE and Jacob Wayman. Um, the EDE community has been amazing. And then just all of our customers and network contacts, you know, the Business Journal has been a huge supporter. So I'm just thankful for everyone who's really helped us get to where we are today. Well, congratulations. Watch for Jenny Don Sellers to open at Union Station as Wichita's first urban winery. And check out the company on the website, JennyDonSellers.com. Jennifer McDonald, thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank you for having me. You bet. Thank you. Back in a moment. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. That's it for BizTalk with Bill Roy this week. I hope you'll go to our website and check out our BizTalk with Bill Roy hub. You can connect with all our episodes there. If you like the podcast, let us know. If you have ideas for guests you'd like to hear from, please let me know that as well. BizTalk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. On behalf of the great staff here, thanks for listening. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week and Merry Christmas.